Thank you for joining me today. This is Ray Martinez. Today we're going to be talking about Are You Leading? And one of the chapters out of my book is called Responsible Leadership. Being a leader is not just about making decisions and giving orders. It's a role that comes with a great deal of responsibility. A good leader understands this and takes their responsibility seriously. They are aware that their actions and decisions have a direct impact on their team, their organization, and even their community. In this podcast, we'll discuss the responsibilities of a good leader and how to avoid being irresponsible. In these next four chapters, chapters five through eight, that we'll be doing later podcasts on, I'll talk about the four rare things leaders often forget about. And I use that as an acronym, being responsible, accountable, relational, encouragement. So let's dive into responsibility first. Responsibility is the obligation to take ownership of one's actions, decisions, and outcomes, and being accountable for the consequences that arise from them. It is the willingness to fulfill commitments, meet expectations, and contribute to the greater good, whether in the workplace, personal relationships, or society. Taking responsibility involves acknowledging mistakes, learning from them, and making amends when necessary, while also striving to achieve one's goals with integrity and excellence. It is a fundamental aspect of personal and professional growth and a cornerstone of a healthy and successful life. Not all jobs are equally difficult or equally critical. We can't all be heroes, but we are all important. Our good works is essential. That's why the imaginative manager constantly seeks new ways to acknowledge each person's contribution. Responsibility number one, communication is indispensable. One of the most crucial responsibilities of a good leader is to communicate effectively. A good leader must be able to communicate their vision, goals, and their objectives clearly. They must also listen to their team members' feedback and concerns. Effective communication fosters a positive and productive work environment. One example of a real person in a small business who communicated well is Michael Dell, the founder and CEO of Dell Technologies, a multinational technology company that specializes in computers, laptops, and other electronics. Michael Dell is known for his exceptional communication skills, which have helped him build strong relationships with the employees, customers, and investors. He has a talent for explaining complex technical concepts in simple terms and is skilled at crafting persuasive arguments and compelling messages. Michael Dell's effective communication is seen in his keynote speeches at various technology conferences and events. In these speeches, he often speaks about the company's vision, mission, and values in a clear and concise manner. He also shares insights into the latest technology trends and explains how Dell Technology is adapting to stay ahead of the competition. In addition to his public speeches, Michael Dell is also known for his hands-on approach to communication within his company. On a regular basis, he interacts with employees at all levels and is always open to feedback and suggestions. He has even set up an internal social media platform that allows employees to communicate directly with him and shares their thoughts and ideas. Overall, 
Michael Dell's leadership and communication skills are instrumental in the success of Dell Technologies. Here's a couple of resources that'll help you out. Toastmasters International. Toastmasters is an organization that helps individuals improve their public speaking and communication skills. Also, the Harvard Business Review. The Harvard Business Review offers articles, webinars, and podcasts on effective communication in the workplace. The second point is decision-making. Responsibility with decision-making. A good leader must have the necessary knowledge and experience to make informed decisions. They must also be able to consider the long-term consequences of their decisions. Being a responsible decision-maker realizes that it is important to consider all relevant information, weigh the pros and cons, and consider the potential impacts of the decisions on oneself and others. It is also essential to adhere to ethical and moral principles and to be guided by the sense of fairness, honesty, and respect. This involves being open-minded and receptive to feedback and willing to learn from past experiences. It is also important to communicate clearly and effectively and to take responsibility for the consequences of your own decisions, whether positive or negative. Ultimately, being a responsible decision maker requires a commitment to integrity, accountability, and continuous improvement and a willingness to make choices that align with one's values and goals. Next is responsibility number three, team management. A good leader is responsible for managing their team effectively. They must be able to delegate tasks, provide feedback, and motivate their team members. A good leader also ensures that their team has the necessary resources and support to accomplish their goals. As a responsible team manager, it is important to cultivate a positive work environment that fosters collaboration, communication, and mutual respect. This involves setting clear expectations and goals for the team, providing regular feedback and support, and recognizing and rewarding individuals and collective achievements. It is essential to delegate tasks effectively, consider each team member's strengths and expertise, and to provide opportunities for professional development and growth. As a manager, it is important to lead by example, demonstrating integrity, accountability, and a commitment to excellence, and to foster a culture of transparency and open communication. This involves listening actively to feedback and concerns, addressing issues promptly and respectfully, and promoting a sense of shared ownership and responsibility. Ultimately, being a responsible team manager requires a dedication to build strong relationships, empowering team members, and create a culture of trust, innovation, and success. Back when I was a police sergeant, one of my officers approached me with a specific issue and sought my advice. Although he often asked me for guidance on various scenarios, I refrained from instructing him outright. Instead, I encouraged him to share his thoughts and plans with me. It turned out that nearly all of his decisions were sound and effective. He just needed the confidence and trust to act on them. Let's talk about irresponsibility and its consequences. Being an irresponsible leader can have serious consequences. It can lead to a lack of trust and respect from the team members, poor morale, and even legal issues. Irresponsible leaders may also make poor decisions that have negative consequences of their organization. 
One example of where a business was being irresponsible is the case of Ford Pinto. In the 1970s, the Ford Motor Company launched the Pinto, a compact car with a design flaw that caused it to explode in rear-end collisions. Ford engineers had identified the flaw during the testing, but the company decided not to fix it due to the high cost of doing so. As a result, numerous people were killed or seriously injured in Pinto accidents. In 1978, a landmark case was brought against Ford after a Pinto exploded in a rear-end collision, killing three young women and injuring others. It was revealed during the trial that Ford had conducted a cost-benefit analysis and determined that it was cheaper to pay off injury claims than to fix the design flaw. Now that will hurt your credibility. The case was brought attention to the issue of corporate responsibility and it sparked widespread outrage. The Ford Motor Company was ultimately found guilty of criminal negligence and fined $3 million. The Pinto remains a cautionary tale of corporate greed and the dangers of putting profits above people's safety. I'll give you some example of companies that have demonstrated responsibility towards both the business practices and their employees. The Body Shop, a cosmetic company that is recognized for its commitment to ethical and sustainable business practices. The Body Shop has implemented numerous initiatives to reduce its environmental impact and promote fair trade and has also implemented employee-friendly policies such as flexible working arrangements and a commitment to fair wages. Ben & Jerry's, an ice cream company that has been recognized for its commitment to social responsibility. Ben & Jerry's has implemented numerous initiatives to promote sustainability and social justice and has also implemented employee-friendly policies such as paid parental leave and a commitment to fair wages. Costco's, who would think? A wholesale retailer that has been recognized for its commitment to treating its employees well. Costco pays its employees above average wages and benefits and has implemented policies such as commitment to promoting from within and focuses on work-life balance. It's crucial to hold fellow colleagues and employees accountable for their work to maintain a productive and efficient work environment. When everyone takes responsibility for their work, it helps to ensure the deadlines are met, mistakes are minimized, the quality of work is maintained. Additionally, holding others accountable for their work sends a message that everyone's contributing. Ultimately, when everyone is held accountable for their work, it leads to more positive and successful work environment for all. In the next podcast, we'll be talking more about accountability. I'll share with you some best practices and tools that can be used to hold people and yourself responsible. Set clear expectations, clearly communicate what is expected of each person, and provide specific details on tasks, deadlines, and quality of work. Second, use a project management tool. Utilize project management software such as Asana, Trello, or Basecamp to assign tasks, set deadlines, and track progress. Third, regular check-ins. Schedule regular check-ins with the team members to review progress, discuss any challenges, and provide feedback. Fourth, performance evaluations. Conduct regular performance appraisals to measure progress against goals and provide feedback on areas that need improvement. Fifth, celebrate success. 
recognize and celebrate success to reinforce positive behavior and encourage continued accountability. Sixth, responsible partners. Pair team members with responsible partners to provide support, motivate, and hold each other accountable. Here's the seventh point. Personal productivity tools. For example, calendars, to-do lists, time tracking software to manage your own work to make yourself responsible. Setting the example is always wise. By implementing these best practices and utilizing these tools, you can create a culture of being responsible that promotes productivity, teamwork, and success. Being a good leader is not easy, but it is a responsibility that must be taken seriously. Effective communication, sound decision-making, and team management are all crucial responsibilities of a good leader. By utilizing the resources available and avoiding irresponsibility, a good leader can help create a positive and productive work environment. James Lamb, a former chief risk officer, wrote an excellent article about the leadership failures that caused the Silicon Valley Bank to fail. In the article, he highlights overreaching problems with accountability and responsibility and offers key takeaways and questions for the full board and committees to consider. Lamb states, the SVB failure is a disaster that could have been avoided. The SVB board had six committees, but its risk committees was the only one without a chair in 2022. Moreover, none of the risk committee members had direct risk management experience. The board of directors is ultimately responsible for the overall performance and risk management of a company. I like his quote when James speaks about common sense. One of the earliest lessons my father taught me was that a smart man learns from his own mistakes, a wise man learns from the mistakes of others, and a fool never learns. Simon Sinek is an author and leadership expert. Here's what he says. Responsibility is not a burden, it's a privilege. It is an opportunity to lead by example. Lee Iacocca used to carry a little black book with tabs for every executive who reported to him. Every three months, he asked them to outline what they expect to accomplish in the next three months. At the end of the quarter, the executives know that they must report to the boss on how they did. Iacocca points out that it's self-disciplining and it forces self-evaluation. I like this analogy because it demonstrates Iacocca's responsibility and he is holding his executives responsible as well. The size of the job doesn't matter and value placed on the job isn't relevant. To complete the project, we must realize that there are no unimportant jobs and no unimportant people. If a job weren't important, it wouldn't exist. Someone has to do it. And if it isn't done well, the company suffers. Thank you for joining me today and have a great day and make it a great day.